This is the podcast, Your Spiritual Shift, with hosts Jennifer Matthews and Carl Gruber. Your Spiritual Shift podcast is a show based on their online program of the same name. That's where Carl and Jen guide you to remember and implement into your daily life the truth about who you really are, a child of all that is, your source. We invite you to join Jen and Carl for each and every episode as they explore in depth the teachings and principles of true non-dualistic spirituality and their practical application. You can live your life without the ego's lack, attack, judgment, and guilt, and thoughts of sin, and replace them with truth, unconditional love, innocence, pure joy, abundance, and a unity of purpose. Now, here's Jennifer Matthews and Carl Gruber with Your Spiritual Shift. Welcome to episode number two of Your Spiritual Shift podcast, in which it's based on the non-dualistic teachings of true spirituality as taught in the Modern Spiritual Guide, A Course in Miracles. I'm Jennifer Matthews, along with my co-host, Carl Gruber. This podcast is in support of Carl's and my 12-week-long course that we'll be soon offering online. You can find out more at www.yourspiritualshift.com. And Fiona Williams, by the way, thank you for that, Jen. Fiona Williams is a master teacher and facilitator of the Modern Spiritual Guide, A Course in Miracles, Fiona is a clinical hypnotherapist, certified professional life coach, and published author of two children's books, My Mind Book and What Do I Do with a Negative Thought, and her soon-to-be-released adult book, Your Mind is Your Life. Fiona's thoughts on the ACIM will resonate deeply with you on your journey to awakening to true spiritual enlightenment. Now, she currently is living in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and Jen and I are delighted to welcome, I love this name, Fiona Maria Williams, it's it just flows beautifully <laughs> as our very first guest on our podcast to your spiritual shift. Welcome, Fiona. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Fiona. We're really looking forward to this interview with you. Um, just like you, we are massive proponents of A Course in Miracles, and so I just know that you're going to have some incredibly valuable information for all of our listeners today. <laughs> now you've you've been studying a course in miracles for over 15 years carl tells me yeah. so can you give us an idea as to how it came into your life and what role it played um when it did yeah um actually it was always around when i was a little girl this big beautiful navy book hanging around because my mom's been a student of it for quite some time yeah so and i remember when i was 16 I went up to it and I read the first lesson and I was like, um, <laughs> I bet. I'm just going to give this a spell. <laughs> um, at, at 16, you said? Yeah, 16. I wow. just walked over to it and I opened it and I opened the, I just, you know, I was just so attracted to it. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it pulled me to it. And yeah, I, I straight up did not understand lesson one. <laughs> And, uh, but you know, I, I just left it there. And then um, I actually, throughout my life, I've um, gone through anxiety. Both my parents um, had PTSD from the war in Belfast. So they were just, it was a very kind of anxious upbringing, lots of fun and laughter, but yeah. Um, so I had my own um, experiences with anxiety. But one thing I was always aware of was that I was doing it to myself. Yeah. I knew nothing was being done to me. 
And um, in a particularly strong bout of anxiety, um, my mom gave me Gary Renard's book, The Disappearance of the Universe. And I was reading it like under my desk. Well, like not under my desk, but under my keyboard at work. <laughs> I was so bored at my job at the time. And I just soaked it up. It was just like, finally, yes, thank you. This is what I'm talking about. And uh, yeah, and then from then on, I just um, started with the course. And it wasn't long after that, um, that I started, I was invited to teach it, um, along with another teacher here in Calgary. And uh, yeah, so it just, just became like mother's milk to me. <laughs> I get a kick out of that because I was like a hundred years old when I picked it up the first time and I, I didn't understand it either. I didn't yeah, at 16, at 16 years old, that's incredible. Yeah, but I didn't understand it. But yeah, it was definitely, I was definitely drawn to it. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I remember talking to uh, author Gary Renard. I actually met him at one of his workshops and we both, and Gary and I are the exact same age and, and we looked at each other and we said, Gary picked it up and he goes, what the hell is this? <laughs> that was one of the premier teachers of it in the world, you know? Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gary's amazing. <laughs> so don't feel discouraged if you are just picking up the ACIM for the yeah. first time and you don't understand it. It takes a little mm -hmm. while. You know, I was going to ask you, um, um, Fiona, um, we know that the ACIM is a course in training uh, the mind in the right-minded thinking, and we know this is a really big part of what you do. Can you talk more about this? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, it's hard to escape the importance of the mind as you're reading through the course. Um, I've always had a great appreciation for the mind. I mean, I became a, a clinical hypnotherapist just to learn more about the mind. Mm -hmm. And anyone who's taken life coaching, it is about the subconscious mind. So just the role that the mind has in our life. Just for me, it's a creator and it's a filter. Like, mm -hmm. how can you escape the mind? Um, and so I just find it particularly just one of the most attractive parts about the course is that it is literally exposing the ego's thought system, which is prevalent in our experience here and in our mind right now because we think we are the ego and how to undo that so just these great specifics that were given about our mind more specifically the laws of the mind that are peppered throughout the course I just find that so attractive literally we are being taught this is how your mind works um, and so training our minds and I love particularly that you can be just as vigilant against the ego as you are for it Mm -hmm. So again, like with my experience I had with anxiety, I was, knew I was doing it to myself. So how do I not do that anymore? The course is the only thing I've come across that has taught me how to not do the ego anymore. And, to, and that I have a right to think with spirit, that I have a right to connect with God. It's my inheritance. I just think yeah. that's so profound. And it's how it's using your mind correctly with the right mind, which is how we're connected to the Holy Spirit that you get to that experience of remembering who you truly are. So how could you ignore that? Our minds are so important. Absolutely. And recently you just spent an entire month of December teaching about 50 principles of miracles. So can you tell us a little more about that? That sounds exciting. Totally. I, I mean, I know every course student probably knows this, but miracles are natural. Like, mm -hmm. isn't that exciting? Yeah, totally <laughs> <Yeah>. exciting. <laughs> it is. Healing is natural. Miracles are natural. You just have to get used to them. You just mm -hmm. have to start accepting them and welcoming them. That's all you got to do. You know, it's, it's, you're not stuck 
you're not stuck in your pain. You're not stuck in your conflict. You are never stuck. The Holy Spirit is an inherent part of who you are. And that is the gateway to miracles. I believe everyone deserves to know that miracles are there for them. And that's what I wanted to do over this past month in December was to just be like, people, wake up. This mm -hmm. is for you. And I wanted to just elaborate on them so people could be like, yes, because it's repetition, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, do this. Yes, I see that. That's resonating deeper for me. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so it was to bring clarity and to motivate. You know, I just have to say, if uh, the listeners and viewers are interested, they can go to Fiona's website. Uh, I believe you did two miracles per short podcast yeah. on your website, and they can access that. Um, what's your URL for your website? Yeah, www.fionamaria.ca. Okay, easy enough. Yeah. You know, I just want to go back just for a moment because, you know, you're talking about it's your right to choose, um, to choose right-minded thinking. And, and, you know, it's so good we have people around like you because most people don't realize they have the right to choose that. Yeah, that's true. And, and thank you for what you do on that. You know? oh, and, you. and also one more thing that I would like to do, and we kind of touched on the, on the healing. I had a question here, but, you know, what about you? Because wasn't there a particular uh, issue you had that you healed yourself with? I, I forget what it was, if you don't mind talking about that. Absolutely. The big boy, Meniere's disease. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Meniere's is um, uh, a debilitating vertigo. Uh, disorder. Um, for about 10 years, I had deafness in my right ear on and off. So it literally sounded like I was listening to a seashell. And you know, you just, it, it was just disruptive. It wasn't the end of the world. But then when I was 30, then I started to get some uh, very prolonged bouts of vertigo, six to seven hours of severe vertigo. Oh. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I was so grateful that I had the course um, you know, just a good understanding of the course by that time. I had been doing uh, True Forgiveness for about three years um, before the vertigo hit, so I really knew what to do with it, which I was very grateful for. Um, and as I was going through it, you know, once the fear subsides and you realize, okay, you're in vertigo for a little bit, um, you start to connect with the Holy Spirit. You recognize that the fear subsides, and then you have a choice of how you're going to continue thinking. And what a lesson that it is all the mind, because there you are, you can't move, right? Mm -hmm. And you're literally surrendering to your mind and how you're thinking. What is my state of mind, right? And mm -hmm. even Viktor Frankl, who was in Auschwitz, right? He said, the Nazis can take everything from me but my state of mind. And, you know, I know this is a much more benign <laughs> experience, vertigo, but truly, it was my choice how I continued to think. And so um, I had, I was encouraged by my husband and my mom to go and have an ear, nose and throat um, appointment. And so I set it up with my doctor and I had about two months before the appointment. 
And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to rock out my true forgiveness and I'm just going to use the principles of the course um, to heal and just see how I do. Um, there's a fabulous meditation in Gary Bernard's book, Love Has Forgotten No One. I strongly encourage everyone to use it um, just to heal your mind. It's just incredible. Um, so I used it vigilantly and, um, you know, because the vertigo seemed to kick in when I was lying down. And so I used any fearful symptoms that I had like lying down um you know I was like you know what I do this with the Holy Spirit I'm allowed to sleep in my own bed next to my husband and lay down like you know let's be realistic here I am allowed that um so you know just starting to use the Holy Spirit to correct any fear-based thoughts that I may have about symptoms and things like that and uh anyways it was um about two days, yeah, it was two days before the ear, nose and throat appointment. And I was actually just feeling better. Um, the deafness um, and the feeling of fullness that you have in your ear, it's kind of like you have water in your ear. It was gone. It had disappeared just in that month before the ear, nose and throat appointment. And um, so two days before it, I was just like, said to my husband, Eric, I'm like, I don't know, like, I don't want to like go into the appointment. I'm feeling super. <laughs> and he's like, you know, of course he loves me. He's like, no, please do it. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go hang out with HS upstairs for a little bit and just kind of release this <laughs> resistance that I'm having. So I just went and meditated on my bed and I just said, Holy Spirit, I don't care anymore. I just don't care about my ego agenda. Uh, with the vertigo, I just don't care. It's, it's not important. What's important is my oneness with God. Um, I'm not this body, just whatever you want. It's yours, Holy Spirit. I'm just totally all yours. And as I was walking back downstairs, I came out, I have a Buddha statue on my landing, and I saw the Buddha and this just this feeling came over me. That was just he can do it. I can do it. He was a man who became enlightened. I am experiencing that I can become enlightened too. I choose my oneness with God. That's it. That's all carrying on with my day. And I did. And um, the next day, the um, uh, receptionist for the ear, nose and throat <laughs> doctor called and she was like, um, we have to cancel your appointment. <laughs> the doctor has something. And she never elaborated on what that was. Not like it's any of my business. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so now I had a great excuse to get my mom and my husband, you know, I was just like, oh no, they canceled, not me. <laughs> Talk about it was it was incredible and then that evening I had a dream and I, I love dreams the Holy Spirit speaks to us through our dreams please pay attention <laughs> to your dreams but anyways I in my dream I went into my bathroom and I had this big mirror and I had a tickle in my right ear so I was in the dream scratching it with my little pinky and as I started to all this black oil started to pour out of my ear just gobs of it it was disgusting and it was going all over the mirror <laughs> and there was like it was almost like unclogging a drain there was clumps of hair and there was even a little monkey hand and I call the ego wow. the cheeky little monkey mm. so all of it was coming out and then when it was done doing its thing I felt a lightness go all the way up the side of my neck my ear and out the top right of my head right side of my head and when I woke up, I knew I was healed. And I've never had about a vertigo since. It'll be in March. It'll be five years since I've had about a vertigo. I've never lost my hearing again. Um, so it's pretty incredible. And if I may add on to that just quickly, 
Um, you know, it is like, of course, doctors have their place in our world. So I never want to, you know, it, you just want to make sure that you heal your mind. You're still allowed to do bodily things to help alleviate the fear that caused the sickness in the first place. So I never want to discount that. I'm very grateful for the healthcare system. But one of the things I do want to point out is that for I went to six different doctors while I was going through the worst of the vertigo. And um, two years after in 2018, I met Lee, Lee Carroll, who channels Cryon. He's a Hay House author. And when I met him, he channeled Cryon and it was Cryon that diagnosed me as having oh, wow. had Meniere's disease. So it was not something that was done by the world that I was diagnosed. It was Cryon that did it. So when I went home, I looked at Meniere's disease and it was check, 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 check. All the symptoms. How long, how long did you say you had the Meniere's disease for? I probably had it for close to 15 years. Wow. <laughs> that must have been such a relief when, when you woke up that morning and it was just gone. Yeah. It was like to know that the Holy Spirit is with you. It was, you can't beat that, that connection. That's what was, that's what rung true for me was look who's with me. Like, look who loves me and supports me. And I was just very grateful. I was prepared to live with the vertigo. I really was, but I'm very grateful that I don't have to. You know what, Jen, I, I'm really glad we have her on the show. I think we chose well. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I think we did choose well. Absolutely. And what I'm curious about is you wrote a couple of books for, yeah. um, for children and I've got two teenagers and I really wish that books like yours had been around when my kids were little oh, because yeah. I, think that, I think that it would have made things um, a lot easier to understand. Can you go into, into these books that you have written for kids, for any yeah. parents out there? For sure, for sure. Well, straight up, I'm not a mom. <laughs> yep. um, and... Um, and, but what I wrote these books for was for little Fiona. The yes. Fiona who was scared in school, the Fiona who was intimidated, you know, socially in high school. Um, you know, and because I was, when I was younger, you know, you see the, the kid that you would call a bully and things like that. I always felt for them. I, I always mm. knew, I always treated them, you know, equally. I knew something was up. And um, thankfully, that stuck with me. And just as an adult, I have um, a couple of nephews and a niece. And, you know, I was seeing what they were going through in life. And I was like, children are so important. Um, they deserve to know, um, again, who they are. And if we can help prep their minds now for miracles, then, you know, imagine what their teen years will be like and their adulthood. It's not to say they won't have their trials. We all do. But if they know what to do with them or just feel stronger in love than fear, then I think that's pretty incredible. So um, I just I gave them the laws of the mind from A Course in Miracles in my first book, My Mind Book, which is incredible because to me, how can you know how some how to use something if you don't know how it works? Mm -hmm. Right up, right? So that's what my mind book does. It outlines that and it has a parental guide at the back because I parents and teachers, any adult in a child's life, you're their demonstrator. You are their model. I always say you're always on the catwalk. <laughs> You've got those eyes always watching you. <laughs> 
So, you know, it, it is a collaboration between children and the adults in their lives. And so the parental guide just helps them uh, go through communication, um, five steps for good communication with children, which reinforce um, love, being calm, and just help to keep the ego at bay and just help to tend to what the child really needs. Because, of course, in miracles, as we're taught, fear is really a call for love. So those five communication tips honor that this is a, a call for love. How do I respond with love? Um, and then the second book, actually, so I had a bout of um, PTSD, caregiver's PTSD. Um, I had taken care of my dog for six weeks while he had cancer. And I was woken up repeatedly throughout the night to his cries. You know, if a dog can cry, he did, God bless. Um, so my nervous system got quite startled. It got over, it was overridden in a sense. So I was easily startled. So um with the caregiver's PTSD, I was just like, you know what, kids need to learn how to overcome these negative thoughts, like the ones that I was, you know, responding to just kind of anxious and on edge. Uh, so that's where what do I do with a negative thought came from. It's literally the techniques that I've used from A Course in Miracles to overcome uh, PTSD. So did you find you dealt with anxiety when you were younger? And so what about when you were a teenager? Was that a big, um, a big issue for you when you were a teenager? Yeah, big time. I went to three different high schools. Um, uh, and it was, it really kind of held me back. Um, the social anxiety kind of held me back from performing to my best ability in school. And, um, you know, to the point that I wasn't eating very much, a doctor actually thought I was anorexic, which I wasn't, I love food, <laughs> but I just really couldn't stomach much, you know? So yeah, I, I definitely, anxiety has always just been there in my life. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think, um, I think that is really great that you wrote those kids' books because, you know, author Bruce Lipton wrote in his book, Spontaneous Evolution, that, and this is well known in science, that by the time we're six or seven, everything is already ingrained in our life. But he points out that when you're that young, uh, the mind is still, I forget if it's beta or alpha waves, is still actually, which is, and you're a hypnotherapist, you know, there's a certain wavelength that that is induced where it's just entrained in you and that's all the kids have until they they grow older so they really they're young children are almost like hypnotized into the facts and if the ego is the teacher then oh man no wonder the world's so crazy and and now with books like yours that is absolutely fantastic thank you Thank you. Thank you. Tell and, us about, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say, you know, as Jesus teaches us in the course, you know, by this world, we were poorly taught. Um, <laughs> and, and so children's minds in particular are highly suggestible. Um, you know, thoughts are reinforced and taken in in the mind when they are repeated and by an authority figure. And children are consistently surrounded by authority figures. Um, so adults would be wise to be super mindful of the messages that they're sharing. And, you know, definitely my children's books are a way to help reinforce um, positive suggestions for children um, and the adults in their lives. And speaking of adults, uh, you have a new uh, adult-oriented book just yeah. about to come out. Not only yeah. that, you're a publisher, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, Tell I have called to my books. Yeah. yeah. 
awesome. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, um, I, the adult book is my mind book for adults. So that's what your mind is, your life is. <laughs> yeah. So it really lays out um, the ego's thought system, um, but also in practical means of, you know, how the ego shows up in my life, right? Like I judged a girl's outfit at the mall. I'm comparing myself to someone or judging a political leader on TV, you know, things like that, where the ego can really slyly show up in our world. Um, again, I think people deserve to know how the ego showing up in their world so they can simply stop participating, uh, recognize it, correct it, choose the Holy Spirit, and, and then um, apply true forgiveness. And that's how your mind is healed, right? So you're yes. correcting and just creating that habit of right-mindedness, of miracle-mindedness. And when is your new book coming out? So I promised uh, Patrick uh, Miller of Fearless Books, he's, um, I'm using his Fearless Assisted Publishing Program, so he's holding my hand through it, which he did with my mind book, which is incredible. So I promised him he'd have it, uh, the edits back <laughs> by the end of this month. <laughs> so so I, I, hope, I hope this year it will come out, but you, you never know because you have to get people to review it and such. So we'll see how the process goes. <laughs> Fantastic. And what about your new clothing line? Can you tell oh. us a little bit about that? Oh, thank you. My baby. I just, you know, it's funny. I just love fashion. I always have. I'm unapologetic about enjoying it. And so I actually, I am a very um, conscious consumer. I, um, you know, uh, the world isn't real, but you want to be responsible while you're within the world. And everyone, you know, just has to kind of flow with their own value system. And so I wanted to create a line of clothes that women could feel genuinely good about. Um, so they're ethically made, they're eco-friendly. Um, and then the messages on them are always uh, reinforcing right-mindedness. Um, so I have like the empowerment collection, um, so which helps, uh, you know, so it's uh, mental note, forgive and, you know, mental note, breathe deeply, because when you see these messages, you will apply them. So, you know, I just imagine a woman looking in the mirror while she's, you know, at the mall or something and going, right, forgive, right, breathe deeply or, you know, others like the one I'm wearing right now is miracle and expression of love. So it's just reminding the self and sharing with others what a miracle truly is and you know just uh, reinforcing the positivity in this world uh, with a very um, subtle focus on ACIM thoughts so it's not in your face spirituality it's quite subtle um, and even the dream collection speaks to you know how it's a dream so <laughs> you know just a bit of fun there for um, for people who are like-minded <laughs> Jen what's <Yeah>. going on here? <laughs> what's that what size do you wear, Jen? We gotta get you a. Yeah, I can send you one. <laughs> I I don't actually know Canadian or US sizes, so I would have to convert, I think. But yeah, yeah. Um, but considering considering I've I've just released twenty odd kilos, that's um Ooh. I'm a much smaller size than I once was. So, Amazing. Um, but never to return. I'll tell you that. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So um. So at the moment, obviously, there's a lot of fear, a lot of chaos, a lot of insanity going on in the world. Right. So how can people use the teachings of A Course in Miracle 
uh, and right-minded thinking to find the peace and happiness that, that they're looking for during these crazy times? Excellent question. Excellent, excellent. It is so important to remember that this world is a classroom. Yeah. Time exists so you can choose the miracle. So you can choose to heal. When your mind heals, time literally collapses. So all of these things that are going on in the States, you know, politically and, you know, other areas in the world and with COVID and all the financial repercussions and things that we've kind of lost how we used to be. And it is important to remember that what the Course teaches us is that you are always safe in God. And I respect that that might sound trite, but it is remembering that you are at some level not this body. You are mind. You chose to come into this body. And when you choose that, you can choose to use your body for the purposes of the Holy Spirit, which is to communicate, right? That's why the Holy Spirit use, has, uses your body. So the Holy Spirit you connect with in your mind, and then your body is a vehicle. So again, being that demonstrator, but also for yourself, these are things that we signed up for. Show me what I need to heal. So COVID, thank you. Thank you for showing me that I am not this body. Thank you for showing me all the other lessons that might come up with it. I am truly connected and safe in God. So honestly, you know, when COVID started, I um, created a class and it's on my blog. It's for free. You'll see it there probably in around March or April in my blog section. And it's how to use this worldly lesson um, to heal. And so it, these are things have come up to remind us of who we truly are, who with a capital W, you are an innocent child of God. So look at all those opportunities for, to forgive. Why would you waste that? That can really expedite your enlightenment. This whole thing. Absolutely. Why would you waste it? It's an incredible lesson. Yeah. So never forgetting that it's always for our forgiveness. It's always to remind us that we are truly one in God. We made a mistake in our thinking and we can see this with the Holy Spirit. Also, most importantly, to recognize that we're never victims. We're not. We're just not. Stop thinking you're a victim. I know we all go through our stuff and it seems that other people do things to us and all of that. But remember, you are in charge of your mind. One of the course lessons is I rule my, my mind, which I alone must rule. And what that means is I am the decision maker. I can choose between the ego or the Holy Spirit at any moment. That is your right. So what are you going to choose? It is your choice. And Jesus teaches us at the beginning of the course, he says, stop asking me to save you from fear. I can't do that because he would be encroaching on a fundamental law of the mind, cause and effect. If you have the thought, honey, you're going to get the effect. And that's okay. It's nothing to be afraid of. You can ask the Holy Spirit to help you correct your thoughts. But Jesus is saying, so stop asking me to save you from fear. But what I can do is I can remind you of how powerful your mind is. I can tell you that you do not guard your thoughts carefully enough. So learn. Everything that's going on in this world is an opportunity for us to learn that on a deeper level. You're in charge. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> what a great answer, Fiona. Yeah. And, and, and a much <laughs> a much needed answer too. You know, I mean it's people like you, um, and all all of the light workers in the world right now. We we've taken um 
this opportunity of, of the pandemic and the other chaos and insanity in the world to step up our game because it is needed. It's needed. There needs to be more light and, 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 and more beauty and understanding. And what, thank you so much for the beautiful, beautiful advice. So, well, you know, I've got one last question here. And I, this is one that I really think a lot about. I, I really do. And I, I was wondering what, what you think about even though uh, we know A Course in Miracles has absolutely nothing to do with religion, what would you say to someone from a different cultural and religious background, but may be put off by the Christian tone of the Course, mm-hmm. even though it's not really Christian, it's just the tone of the Course, what would you say to them? I would say to them to recognize that on top of learning the ego spot system and learning how to connect with God again, the last thing you need to learn is another language. So, of course, the message is going to be presented in ways that people uh, in the environment that it was presented to, which happens to be Western society, will understand. So not to use that very obvious ego tactic of, you know, language and things not being said perfectly or the way that you want them to presented in the exact way that you want them to. That's an ego hiccup to go see, be distracted you're missing the message because you don't like the messenger or you don't like how the messenger speaks. Um, And it's just about having an open mind. That's okay. Then you know what, there are many paths to enlightenment, then perhaps there's another one for you, but just trusting that each path to enlightenment at its heart is going to be telling you, you know, the same types of things, how the mind works, you know, um, how to connect uh, with spirit, that this is an illusion, you know, just those fundamentals and not to uh, take that ego bait mm-hmm. that um, the language should be just so, you know, that that's a real obvious ego tactic. There. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And so before we let you go, Fiona, you have brought us so many little gems about A Course in Miracles. And like Carl said, you have been um, an incredible first guest for our new podcast. Oh, thank and you. I'm, and I am sure that the, the people that are listening have gotten a lot out of it. But before we do let you go, how can people find you online? How can they get in touch with you? What do you have to offer? That sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. So again, you can find me at www.fionamaria.ca. And also I do have a um, secular (laughs) website for my children's work, just because um, some of my stuff is for uh, teachers and so forth. And I don't want to, you know, scare them off with A Course in Miracles. (laughs) So there's also healthyhappyminds.ca where you can buy um, my children's books. I have other uh, things for children, posters and a card deck, which help reinforce the principles in my children's books, um, things of that nature. And then, of course, my clothing line is Intin, I-N-T-I-N-N dot C-A, which Intin is Gaelic for mind. And um, so that's, you know, my websites, but I do offer um, spiritual coaching. So if you're struggling with A Course in Miracles, understanding it, or if you want to know how you can apply it to your life, and you just need a bit of clarity, I'm, I do offer those sessions. You'll find them um, in a link on my website under intuitive readings and spiritual coaching. And I also do offer intuitive readings. So if anyone uh, needs some spiritual guidance, I do, uh, do offer intuitive readings as well. It doesn't sound like you're bored. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, this has been, 
this has been awesome. Thank you. This so has been well. a lot of fun, Fiona. Oh, Great thanks. job. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thank you so thank you for everything you do. <laughs> thank you. Your Spiritual Shift, the podcast, is based on the program of the same name and is taught by your hosts, Jennifer Matthews, a certified naturopath and spiritual counselor, and Carl Gruber, a certified law of attraction life coach and spiritual counselor. Join us for each podcast as we explore in depth how to practically implement and integrate into your daily life true non-dualistic spiritual practices to live a more enjoyable life based on the reality of your innocence and unity with your brothers and sisters at the source of all that is. Much love and light to you. Until next time, my friend.